0: (laughs) hello i'm pete can laughter leader positive thinker and entrepreneur and you're listening to laughter and positivity with pete where each week i'll bring you tips and tricks to lead a happier more positive life ready let's go Hey guys, it's Pete Can for Laughter and Positivity with Pete and today's episode is being brought to you in September, in September 2021 and on the 20th of September to the 26th, it is International Happiness at Work Week and I've reached out to the people that run the events or the, you know, the International Happiness at Work Week and managed to get myself onto their speaker circuit, which is exciting stuff. Uh, but I thought, you know, what better way to actually celebrate the week than actually start uh, tailoring September's podcasts around happiness in the workplace. So today's guest is a happiness, or should I say fun expert, uh, Sonny Samwell. And I've known Sonny for ooh, a good sort of five years now. It was really, really nice to catch up with her and have a good chat and find out, you know, her thought process on having fun and happiness at work. I hope you enjoy the episode and please remember to subscribe to the podcast. And I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. So please reach out to me. Uh, hashtag the laughter man. You can find me and let me know what you think about the podcast because I would really value your opinion. And I uh, hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hi guys, it's Pete Can from Laughter and Positivity with Pete. And this week, or this month even, we're going to be talking about happiness at work and happiness in the workplace. And I thought today, what better person to bring on to the show than Sonny Samwell. Now, I've known Sonny for a good few years now, so we're going to have a bit of fun with this one. Now, Sonny is a multi-award winning director of fun. Who leads a national team of fun experts in delivering the clear message that having fun makes seriously good business sense? Now, Sunny's Fun Experts has a family of businesses which include lots of stuff, including the fun depot and fun at work. Okay, so she has created a niche business with the highest recorded number of happy customers. Well, and five-star feedback in the industry. Sunny shares her vast knowledge and passion of the workplace through speaking engagements and mentoring. Sunny, hello. Hi. Hi, Pete. How are you doing? You're right. You did go all posh there.
1: Did I? <laughs> oh, I'm
0: from the north. I don't do posh. <laughs> from the north. Well, look, Sunny, it's lovely to have you It's lovely to see you today. And because um, I've spoken to you a lot recently, but I don't see you. So it's actually nice just to see the, the sunshine on your hair and just, yeah, that lovely smile of yours.
1: Yeah, sun shining. That always makes people feel happier, doesn't it?
0: It does. It bit does. Of vitamin yeah. D.
1: Vitamin D. Yeah. Sure. Thanks Are for you? inviting me, Pete, as well.
0: Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. It's like like I said at the introduction. You know, this this month, well, re- end of this month is happiness in the workplace, uh, international happiness in the workplace, and you know, I thought actually I'm going to theme this month's podcast around you know, happiness and fun in the workplace. So, Sonny, let's, let's just crack on straight away and just introduce yourself. I know, obviously, I've done a little introduction, but just run me through you and who you are. Okay.
1: It's interesting, Pete, because when I was preparing for this, this podcast that you've been asking me to come on for a while, so it's great to actually be here. Um, when I was preparing for it, I remembered a conversation with my mum and dad when I was really young about what I wanted to do when I grew up, grow up. I've still not grown up, by the way, but hopefully soon. Um, but it was always that I wanted to work with people that were happy. And I wanted—I thought that was working in hotels with people that were happy on holiday. Um, working in a hotel wasn't for me. But even at a young age, what I recognised is that I wanted to be around those positive people. And that's exactly what I've tried to do and hopefully succeeded in doing with, with our businesses um, so just to introduce myself, the company's been going for um, officially 18 years, but probably 20, 21 years in total. Um, and it started, um, we started hiring fun equipment, and that's what it was based on. Um, I, My background is in event management with charities, um, but I decided I wanted to set up my own company A friend of mine asked if I knew anybody that did giant games that could take to a friend's wedding. Um, At the time, nobody had really seen giant games. They weren't around. Now they're more popular. Um, But I did know somebody through my charity work that had them. Um, So we borrowed them, took them to a friend's wedding, and it was almost a light bulb moment. Jim and I sat at this wedding. Jim, my husband, who you know, Pete. (laughs) Um, We sat at this wedding and we, we watched people interacting with these giant games so all of a sudden little children were playing with the adults and with grandma and and it was bringing all these people at the wedding together that wouldn't normally interact um and it was that light bulb moment that we thought actually something so simple can create such a difference now the bride actually said that it made her wedding I don't know if she was pushing it too far but it certainly made a huge impact and from that day we said look let's let's Buy some of these things, let's buy some equipment, um, in the hope that we can spread some happiness and you know, bring this kind of equipment to events. And that's where it took off, that's where it it started. Um, just trying to make people happy. So it's always been really important to us, and all, it's almost the foundation of where we started um to where we are now.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. So, 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 how how quickly did it go from sort of having a couple of bits of equipment to sort of, you know, obviously we, we know each other from when, when the business was called Sunshine Events, you know, I know you had a couple of warehouses, obviously we'll, we'll forget about the C word that happened a little while ago, you know, but where? you yeah. know, how long did it take for you to grow from, you know, a couple of bits in the spare room? I would have thought that would be yeah. where, where you kept them to sort of actually get in your office and, you know, then the warehouses.
1: You say spare room. We, we we actually used the Jenga as a coffee table. Um, we did have a spare room with some giant games in. But as it grew, the equipment actually became too heavy for me to move because we started to invest in bigger equipment that we could take to companies. Um, but, you know, it grew, I suppose it grew quite, quite slowly, but it grew organically, and that's what I always wanted. I had no vision to have this multinational, you know, huge company I it was literally to fulfill my needs I suppose I wanted to be happy at work I wanted to enjoy what I did um Jim um my husband came to join me he was an accountant um, I saved him <laughs> I rescued him and he came to be a fun expert and um, so it was just the two of us um, it was very much a family business my sister helped me my brother-in-law my parents you know everybody helped and then it started to grow but it was never like an overnight success it was just gradually organically growing um to what we are today ignoring the c word and what that did for we don't even call it by its name anymore do we pete no no <laughs> we don't
0: need to do we, we don't need to so so obviously how I mean how important then Sonny, is happiness to you and how you know well, actually let let's rewind that actually I just remember the first time we we actually met properly in person um well actually the first time we met I was going to say properly we didn't we'd never spoke to each other before we met properly, had we and um we were at an event for martin norbury's event, and uh it was the dinner it was the evening wasn't it, and yeah. I remember being in the bar and it was You'd mentioned something about traveling because you and Jim had done a talk. Had you done a talk on the day or something? Had you done? Yeah. Yeah. We'd
1: we'd talked about the business hadn't we in the development of the business at martin's yeah, yeah. event but,
0: but you'd also yeah. mentioned something about traveling because that. Yeah. and then i was like right i need to speak to sunny and jim because actually me and chloe had traveled and all of a sudden we had these these like very similar stories and it was really interesting that we were in the bar area waiting to go and sit down at the table and then when we went to the table plan we were sat next to each other and it was just there wasn't it, it was just and we, we bonded different. over laughter
1: didn't we we did. We absolutely were we connected because we, we both knew how to laugh. Yeah. Oh, and it's great that, I mean, the traveling thing was interesting as well because we, when we went traveling, that's where all the business ideas started and that's where we started to really formulate what we were going to do. We designed yeah. our logo in a Malaysian cafe with the yeah. owner helping us.
0: <laughs> nice. It's amazing because you've got so much headspace when you're traveling as well and so much downtime that you can actually realize that you can you can do whatever you want i think because when you are traveling yeah. you're like, actually well we're, we're not working we're just doing what we want to do at the moment um and uh it's interesting sorry i'm just digressing again so i'm looking at you on this screen i'm looking down at my signature and i can see you with my red hat on because i came and did a laughter session in your office didn't i you certainly
1: did that was it that was pre-covid wasn't it um oh. Yeah, it was it was brilliant. What great energy that created. They loved it. I must admit, when I told them that Pete Can is coming to do laughter yoga with you, I had so many questions. What do I wear? Do I wear trainers? <laughs> Are you going to ask us to stretch? <laughs> do I need to prepare in any way? No, just bring yourselves. So they were all a little bit nervous, weren't they, at the beginning, a little bit unsure. But yeah. it was brilliant. If if no. If you can't get the fun experts laughing, then you can't get anybody laughing (laughs) because they should be able to do it, shouldn't they?
0: Definitely, definitely. And, you know, that that actually really did start my journey for sort of where I am, actually, just knowing that I could go into a space with with people that had never done or never even heard of it and (laughs) create the laughter. So um, so how important is being happy to you?
1: So I was just thinking about that, Pete, because you also did it virtually with us as well in lockdown, didn't you? Yeah, he he did, did, which again was fantastic because we had lots of people working remotely, and we brought them all together on a Zoom and did um, Zoom Laughter Yoga with a and, different and, set of people as well.
0: And and that actually properly kickstarted my business, the Laughter Man, because off the back of that, Lee Horton. Uh, a little shout to Lee. Um, he booked me and paid for me. You know, it was like obviously when you know yeah. I did a few freebies just to get the things moving, and then, and then all of a sudden I just created a network up in um in 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 Lancashire Is that yeah. The area. Yeah, it's, yeah, yes, yes. And I'm I'm a Bristol boy. I'm down down south west, are not I? Yeah. Well, ever, so I'm I'm <laughs>
1: responsible for kickstarting your business. Then basically, yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. it's all your fault. It's all your brilliant. Fault. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sorry, I've forgotten your question now. So
0: because. the question was, how important is it being happy to you?
1: It's absolutely fundamental in everything that we do. Um, like I say, from the beginning, we wanted to create a happy place. Now, quite often people talk about the work-life balance, don't they? Mm-hmm. And they try to get the work-life balance. I really don't see it that you've got to get the work-life balance. I see it as blending together. You know, because I can put all this effort into creating a happy workplace, but ultimately, if somebody's not happy at home, my effort's going to be wasted because they're not going to be happy at work either. So, what we try and do is, is really get to know people. I suppose it's getting to know people's why's. You know, what makes one person happy might not make somebody else's um, life happy. You know, I think. I think my personal opinion is that a lot of companies rely on money to make people happy. Mm-hmm. They rely on motivating people through money, um, also motivating people through chocolate, um, which don't get me wrong, I love chocolate. And I love it when somebody comes in and brings donuts to us. But it's not the answer to create a happy environment and to create a motivated environment. It's got to be much deeper than that. So for, for us, like I say, it's fundamental to our business. Everybody that comes in, we want them to want to come to work, and again, we're ignoring the past year because that's been very different for all of us. And mm-hmm. there are days where I, I've not wanted to come into work. There are days where I would be honest with you and say, "Was I happy? No." But you know, the, that that's a small part of our lives. Um, it's what we do about it, and it's you've got to dig deep and keep that positivity. And we certainly did that, you know, in
0: abundance. So, how how do you keep happy then? What what where we, are your go to things?
1: Um, I suppose it, it's a personal thing as well as a business thing. Um, my personal life, um, I make sure that we do things that we enjoy. Again, different things for different people. We spend a lot of time in the Lake District. My kids love paddleboarding. We go up there. Um, you know, being outdoors, walking a lot. That throughout COVID. Um, we walked every single day um, to get our head space, And that was our happy. That was how we cleared our head and how we, we kept motivated. Um, so that's on a personal side of, of things. Business side, like I say, we, we create the right environment. We create an environment that people want to come to. Um, and we've created an environment where when people visit us, they can feel it. They can feel the energy. Um, and ultimately... By having that environment that resulted in us setting up um, the fun at work arm of our business, where people said to me, How can we create this? You know, we've tried everything, we've tried putting a t- pool table in reception, but it doesn't work. You know, people get bored with it. But fun at work isn't about that. Fun at work is is very much about keeping the energy. I mean, we rotate fun every month with fun at work
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and that's what it's about it's not about just tick box exercise where you put something in you buy donuts or you put a pool table in or you know that that's ticking a box it's got to be more ingrained and for us it's very much about us as leaders as Jim and I leading the business that we have to be happy and fun in what we do as well because without that you know it wouldn't work it's got to be filtered down through the business we've, we've got to
0: lead it as a happy organization nice and how do how important do you think values are within the business
1: um i mean our core values which we're currently rewriting actually our core values um we recruit by them um and um, we we live by them that's what we that's what we stand for our core values and we openly discuss them with our our customers as well so we've got to have shared values to take the business forward mm-hmm. you know when we say about a happy organization or a fun organization people sometimes get confused with an organization where it's forced fun you know people are forced to smile all the time and you know that doesn't work you cannot force fun Again, it's got to be ingrained in what we do. Um, But for us, it's very much about everybody being part of our values and understanding them. And if they don't fit in, it really stands out. It's almost felt self-fulfilling. You know, if somebody doesn't live by those values, then our team tend to spot it before we do. Hmm.
0: Yeah I remember putting to sort of digressing slightly into our values and again I think well, I don't think we need to rewrite ours at the moment but it definitely has changed now with remote you know to, trying to get your values across to your new you know so with, with the chefs for instance you know there was a certain process we did when we interviewed them um that you know one of them first impression was one of our values so we'd play table football with them and like say red or blue that was the first question yeah 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 not not even how you know how long you've been a chef or whatever and then and there were chefs sometimes that would (coughs) actually go i don't want to play that and it's like well actually do you know what that's put a big cross on you that's
1: exactly what we do yeah
0: yeah so, but now obviously we don't, we don't, we don't interview a place anymore. So it's, it, I was very conscious with Chloe the other day saying that we need to think about this because actually we spent so much energy putting our values in place and, and you're right. It creates those four corners of the, of, for us, the pitch. So if anyone ever comes out, you can pull them back in or you can just naturally let them fall out, isn't it? So. Yeah. Um,
1: or the team, like I say, the team pulled them back into mm. to line with the core values. Um, I mean, we, like you, we, we've changed offices in lockdown. Um, so our actual environment has changed. But the first thing we did was bring our personality into it. Um, mm. And we have the core values on the walls because it's so important to what we do. And like, like I said before, you know, I think people get confused sometimes by thinking that that being happy and having fun at work or there's no place for those within the workplace um, or that it, it makes it into a happy, clappy, fluffy environment. But it doesn't because there's so many benefits to to introducing it into the workplace. I mean, I'm evidence of that and, and you are as well. You know, it helps with recruitment, it helps with staff retention, it boosts everybody's natural endorphins. Honestly, there's a whole list of things that it can improve and, you know, for people that want to talk figures, it improves your bottom line as well because mm-hmm. it makes for a much better workforce and, and workplace.
0: Definitely, definitely. So so how do you promote happiness in your workplace? Then? what what Are there any sort of things, if you think about it, go, actually, we do that on a daily basis or a weekly basis, and it's just part of your your makeup, but obviously you, you've had to bring that in over the time. So if anyone was listening that works in an office, they could go, actually, that'd be quite an easy... A quick win, I suppose, to implement.
1: Like I say, for us, without blowing our own trumpet. Oh no, go on, I will blow my own trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> Cue sound effects from Pete. <laughs> <laughs> but for us, it was something, I suppose, because from the beginning, it was ingrained in what the reason Jim and I set the business up. We, it was always so important to us to create that environment that it's been an organic organic process now we never realized because we were so in it we didn't realize that it was any different until people started to come into the office and they wanted that for their offices and that was a light bulb again another light bulb moment for us really where we thought actually not every office is like this you know some cultures can be really toxic mm. um and not inspirational not motivational you know and so I don't think there was one thing or one thing that we do that that really changes. The the one thing that we did that was different, I suppose, is that we're very lucky in that we have lots of fun equipment, and we're talking to people about a fun subject. Um, you know, when we're, we're organising people's events, we, we're taking fun equipment to them. So we are in that environment. We're very lucky, but with fun at work, it enables us to, I suppose, take that concept. And put it into other organisations. So you can have fun, but don't have something that's going to gather dust. Have right. something that changes constantly and ignites people's imagination and um, excitement when it arrives. And that was the difference that we had in our office: was that we had this regular, regular fun. Um, yes. We still do all the donuts and the things like that and pizzas and you know. But that to one side, that's not the answer. It's it's
0: ingraining it in what we do yeah okay so but so pre-owning your own company there must be some places that you've worked obviously like you say you were hospitality so you probably worked in a few different hospitality places and i mean do you remember any particular sort of office or hotel or wherever that you actually really felt that it had a good happy environment to work in
1: i believe that the person can make it happy as well. So I worked as a waitress in a restaurant. Um, there will be people that worked as a waitress in a restaurant as well, the same restaurant. Their memory of it won't be as good as mine. But my memory of it is I absolutely love that job. You know, I, I love that job because I made it happy. I, I brought energy to it. I enjoyed what I was doing. I've also equally worked in an organisation um, where it was actually a PR agency. Um, When I left university, I went to work in a PR agency and I really didn't enjoy it, really didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the atmosphere. You walked in, it was very stiff. There there was no joy in there at all. And I quite quickly left because I just didn't fit into it. Um, Again, that was part of my journey of realising that that's not the environment for me. Do I regret working there? No, not at all, because what it taught me was what I do want from my organisation. And it taught me that, you know, I I don't want to create that atmosphere for my team to come into. Like I said before, I want them to want to come to work. So, but can I remember, I mean, the happiest times I think are when I'm out on events, doing our you know, which I don't get to do, unfortunately, as much. But, you know, that's when I'm at my happiest because I know that my company, my team, spreading the happiness and spreading the smiles to people
0: so, so you say you don't do that very often uh, when was the last time you went out on an event
1: last week well <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um we as a leadership team we we go out and, and see the teams and just check everybody's all right check the customer's happy and um so i did get to go out and and to a team building event and it was fantastic um Again, it's not doing the long hours that our guys do. They're amazing, our team. Um, but it was so fantastic just to see them and, again, make that difference. We once did a team building event for a building company. This is years ago. And I remember having to go and get the, the employees um, from the hotel and bring them over to the team building area. And these guys did not want to do team building at all. They were so unhappy, Pete. Honestly, they really didn't want to be there. Their manager had told them that they had to be at the team building event or they would face disciplinary if they didn't. So I went to collect them and I said, look, just trust me. You are really going to enjoy this. We are not going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. Mm. Again, you can't force fun. You can't force laughter. Trust me. And those same guys at the end of the team building event came up, and honestly, their faces, they were beaming. They'd had a fantastic day. They all gave me a hug in the times when you couldn't give somebody a hug. Um, but we, we changed it for them, you know. Again, we're, we're not in the business of making people, forcing people to have fun because people have different interpretations. But, um, yeah, so that that's I, – I love seeing people being happy from what we do.
0: Yeah, the, the reason I asked is that, you know, because like you say, you 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 miss going out and doing the events. Um and I get it, because obviously when you are the owner of the company, you, you build up to that point and, and I, I was just saying actually you sort of miss doing, you know, going out and doing the events sort of like because again, this is more sort of the hospitality side and just that that buzz of yeah. waiting in the table. And and you know, it is hard graft when you actually haven't done it for such a long time, your legs are pounding and um but like I suppose having that, I'm just thinking of just trying to get you to go out and do an event. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to work out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just to get that feeling of like how how it is, I suppose. But you know, ultimately I suppose yeah. you went you did you said you went last week and you you, you got that environment anyway. So it's um... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
1: we've started to do it again, which is it's great. Yeah. It gives yeah.
0: us a buzz. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Um, so, okay, so what five tips can you share with the listeners about bringing Happy to their work?
1: Okay, so I've kept it to five. There are so many ways that you can do this, Pete, honestly. Um, again, I've said you can't force it. It has to be real, it has to be the whole company. Um, create the right environment so people can be themselves, embrace them being themselves. Um, remember that positivity and negativity are both contagious. Um, so you've got to try and flip the the positivity and make that the, the standing, um, not the standing, the, the more prominent feature in your business. Celebrate uniqueness as well. You know, everybody's unique. Not everybody's the same. Um, I suppose it's simple to sum it up. Smile and the world will smile with you
0: yeah yeah I yeah. agree with that massively That's I read just
1: i read something really interesting, Pete, which you may know this already. Did you know that rats laugh when they're tickled?
0: I did know that actually did you yeah, know yeah, that i, I, I How yeah. funny and what's interesting is that we we've sort of promised the kids when we move to um moved to Falmouth that we're we're going to get them some rats because we've had rats before you know so <laughs> like, and they and they we don't, don't want to get a dog we don't want to get a cat because I think they're a bit more yeah it's a bit more to them but whereas again we need to find someone that can look after them so if if you're listening to this you live in Falmouth area and you like rats just reach out to me on the podcast let us know that you would love to look after the rats at any point we're on holiday um they're supposed to be the best pets yeah they are supposed to be the best pets
1: so absolutely so if rats can laugh then we can as well
0: Completely. And that, you know, that leads me on to a lovely segue right there, Sonny, because my podcast always starts with some laughter from my guests. So, you know, there's a little snippet I will take of you laughing, but I haven't heard you properly laugh for like at least 10 seconds. So we're going to have to do an exercise, Sonny, right now. And I know like, I've heard people in your office, so this is going to be brilliant because this, this infectious laughter will, will bubble across. They'll be like, what is she laughing at? So, Sonny, <laughs> what we're going to do is you're going to put our hands out in front of us like this. We're going to take a nice deep breath in. One
1: minute, let me get myself comfortable, Pete. There you go. <laughs> take, I'm comfortable.
0: Take a, deep, take a deep breath in and just let out a long sigh. <sighs> okay, this time we're going to take a deep breath in. We're going to let out a long ha. Okay, so deep breath in. I'm just going to go, ah. (sighs) Okay, this time we're going to take a deep breath in. We're going to hold it for five seconds and we're going to laugh for 10 seconds like it's the funniest thing we've heard all day. So deep breath in. (sighs) Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. And. (laughs) (laughs) amazing amazing and that's the power of laughter right there
1: absolutely
0: it so, smiling yeah so, so where 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 can the listeners reach out to you if they want to find out some more information about, about yourself and Jim and about what you're doing up at Fun Experts
1: yeah well on LinkedIn connect with me um so it's Sunny Sandwell yes I did marry the Sandwell <laughs> so the name matches um or take a look at the website. So it's thefunexperts.co.uk. Formerly Fantastic. Sunshine Events, but we, we've had a rebrand during lockdown. So it's the Fun Experts.
0: Amazing, amazing. Sunny, thank you so much. We've got there in the end and um, stay on the Thanks, line as I, as I sign off. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Laughter and Positivity with Pete. To access today's show notes and exclusive content, please head over to Can dot com forward slash podcast be sure to tune in next week for your next dose of laughter and positivity until then remember if Pete can you can